ML Nation, episode 382. Be your best you every single day. Don't quit. Take care of yourself. Have high energy because this is a high energy business. Love people. Let love win every single time. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chess. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. Hey, MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, the Oprah of MLM, that's what they call me. And I am fired up today to bring our special guest, another good friend of mine who wrote a great book about mom and dadpreneurs. We have, this is the second time on the show, by the way, we have Kelly Calabrese. Hey, Kelly, are you ready to make it happen? I'm ready, Simon. Thanks for having me. Kelly Calabrese is a fitness, nutrition, lifestyle professional. She's owned and operated a chain of health club for 14 years and then managed corporate fitness centers for companies like Calvin Klein and Verizon. Kelly was a lead fitness expert for eDiets and eFitness and also for Montel Williams. She was interviewed for Jillian Michaels' position on NBC's The Biggest Loser as well. Um, for the full story for Kelly, check out episode 287. We interviewed her earlier. And for those who missed it, you know, six years ago, Kelly was introduced to network marketing by a friend. Uh, she got into it basically for the products and didn't really take it seriously. But then something switched off. She wanted to switch on, I should say. She got into it and she saw the potential of the business and then quickly became a top achiever in her company. Again, check out her episode, episode 287. You can go to mmnation.net forward slash 287. Well, since we last talked to Kelly, uh, she's done a lot of amazing things like all leaders do. She is a founder and co-author of a great book called Mom and Dad Preneurs. These are stories, strategies, and tips from super achievers in the family business. And I have to say, I was very honored when Kelly asked me to share in that book. So my story is in there as well. Uh, aside from being an entrepreneur, Kelly uh, lives out in Dallas with her husband of 23 years with two teenage daughters. So Kelly, I just give an emulation a long background, but just share really quickly how you got into network marketing before we talk more about success tips for moms and dads. Absolutely. Well, Simon, someone who I knew, liked, and trusted, that's usually how it starts, contacted me, and her words to me were basically, Kelly, you would be crazy if you didn't do this. This will align with everything you believe in. You'll love the company, the culture, the comp plan, the positivity, being surrounded by success. You're going to love the products and the research. And I said, well, I don't want to be crazy, so I'd like to keep an open mind. If there's something that great out there and you, it's working for you clearly, then I would like to think that I should give it a try. So I started on the products, my husband and I, and you know, been healthy my whole life, always been fit, never been sick, but I felt a difference with these products. It's, I'm with a nutrition company. And my husband, it was like getting him back. It was like he was 10 years younger, just had that bounce in his step. So we saw the product results and we loved them. And, and I shared, you know, the first couple of years, but basically just out of, you know, a need, hearing someone who had no energy, was tired, wanted to be fitter, couldn't lose the weight, dealing with some issues. And so it was about, it was at the end of the second year when my accountant sent me the number. 
And I saw that number and I went, wow, I mean, that, that's a good amount of money. And I, I really don't feel like I put all that much effort into it. Imagine if I actually spent a little time and, and was intentional about this business, what I could do and, you know, hit six figures that next year pretty easily. And then thankfully I've seen growth every year since then. Awesome. So um, let's go again. ML Nation. Kelly's been on ML Nation before, so check out 287. We're going to go. Uh, recently, she came out with a great book, Mompreneurs and Dapreneurs. So let's talk uh, directly about building the business because you are a mom. You have two teenage daughters. And when you got started, they were kids. Um, how did you do it? What are some. I know being a mom is really busy, hectic, right? I'm a father of three boys, I know. How did you balance? How did you. Because a lot of times people feel they don't have time. How did you do it? Right. Um, you know, habits are so important. I've always been a big believer in having good habits. So I bookend my day with success always. So I get up early. I have my quiet time. I exercise. I have breakfast with my family. I get something. I still train a couple of clients. So I do a little bit of training and then I block out between 10 and 3 every day. And that's the time where I intentionally work on my business. And I have a system and a strategy and I'm very intentional about it. Um, and then at three, I'll have a little more quiet time because the kids are about to come home from school. And that's when, you know, the family time starts where we're going to practices and games and, um, you know, whatever activities that they might have, including family dinner. And then at night when they're, you know, off to sleep is when I come back into my office and I sort of regroup and I set the tone for the next day, set myself up for success, make that list plan out the schedule, and then I have quiet time before I go to bed at night. I journal. I have gratitude time. So bookending my day with success and blocking out the work time and the family time was key. Is it ever perfect? <laughs> no, but we try and get pretty close. You talked about habits um, during that uh, routine. What are some habits that you had? Um, well, I exercise just about every day. It's rare that I miss, and that really jumpstarts my day. It gets my brain clear, it gets my metabolism up, it gets my energy up, it gets the toxins out. So for me, that's a part of the morning routine. Um, quiet time every day. I, I read something positive every morning. I read scriptures every morning. And I journal. So for me, that helps to keep me clear. It keeps me focused. It lets me keep the important, urgent things at the top of my list. And then it also allows me to build in extra time for things that may come up or things that I want to do or things we want to do as a family. Um, being one-on-one -on -one with each member of the family is another habit that we have. So we plan dates, you know, one with my daughter, one with my son, one with my husband. That's a habit that we keep up. Family meals is just something that's so valued and important in our family. And in today's busy life, that doesn't happen a lot. In fact, a lot of meals kids are eating are in the backseat of the car going through the drive-through. So meals are important for our family. Um, I was thinking about this morning as I was exercising. I was at my home gym. My husband is in California at a, a work event, and he was at the hotel gym. My son was at conditioning, and my daughter was at volleyball practice. So my habits have now also, because they've seen me do it, become their habits. And that's really the idea. We want them to have success habits. Absolutely. You know, it's very inspiring. Um, talking about uh, habits, you talk about journaling. I've been a big fan of journaling. I've been writing a diary for 20 plus years. Uh, talk about what, what some people don't know what journaling is. How do you define journal, journaling and what do you write about? I started journaling when I was eight. <laughs> I did call it a diary back then also. And I used to, um, 
I was introduced pretty early to Tony Robbins, and one of the things that he did, one of the exercises was, you know, what's working for you, what's not working for you, um, what are the most important and urgent things, what's good about this, what's not good about this, and so just kind of evaluating a little bit, what to be thankful for, um, you know, what are your goals, what are the dreams, um, what's the 30-day, 60-day, 90-day plan, so those are some of the things, what mentors, you know, do you want to have in your life, what do you want to attract, so those are some of the things that I journal about. Um, I definitely set goals in there. Um, I every day work on something that I'm working towards. So there's always a book that I want to finish, uh, someone that I want to meet, a goal I want to hit in my business, people who I want to bring up in my business. Um, so it helps me to really know how to spend my time because it's in the front of my brain. There's so much power to writing something down and um, just it connecting with your brain and then having an openness and an awareness and an attraction to what that thing is. And how long does the, uh, your journaling take normally? Does it take like hours? I think, I, mean, I think it's something that's really, really, really important. I do it in the morning, like I said, in the evening, I write a diary, you know, some recap. Uh, but sometimes people think it takes a long, long time. Well, they, they don't have time, right? How long yeah, does it take for you? I, I think you yeah. don't have time to, to not mm-hmm. to do it. If you don't have time, you definitely need to do it. But how, right. how long does it take you, your journalism, journaling routine? Uh, sometimes it's a couple of minutes. Sometimes it's just five minutes. It might just be three things from the day that were important that I want to journal. And um, I know that I love going back to read some of the things that I wrote at different seasons of my life. So sometimes I just like to document things because I forget about them and, and what a good you know milestone that that was. And then I might write other nights for 15, it's usually not longer than 20 minutes. A lot of times it's pretty quick, but I try and focus on the things that are important. Awesome. Good, awesome tips there. ML Nation, if you're listening to this, hey, you're listening to Kelly Calabrese. Good tips. Please share this. And we're going to move on. So let's talk about your book a little bit. Okay? You came up with a great book. Um, what was your vision? behind? Why did you write this, Mompreneurs and Dapreneurs? Why did you uh, come out with this book? Yeah, that's a great question. I got invited to a mastermind, and it was kind of a last-minute thing. And I, you know, I call it a, a godsidence where I got invited to this. And one of the, the people who run the mastermind, which is Kyle Wilson, I got to know him, and he is Jim Rowan's business partner for 18 years. He founded Jim Rowan International, and I really didn't know who Kyle was. But at the end of the first day, he looked me in the eye and he said, "Kelly, you have a book in you." what is it? Is it a fitness book? Because that had been my background and that's the world he knew me from. And I said, no, I don't think the world needs another fitness book. And he said, well, what is it? And I said, well, my heart is really for moms especially, but of course moms and dads to have the ability to be a full-time family first. I hate when two parents are out of the house working and their kids and their spouses get the worst of them. They get what's left over. There's no connectedness. The kids are being raised you know, whether it's by babysitters or technology or daycare. And it just doesn't have to be that way. Um, I had personally made a decision when my son was born, I was pregnant right away with my daughter to come home and figure it out. I didn't know what I was going to do. I had owned health clubs and it was a big change for me. And knowing what I know now, looking back, I would have started network marketing a lot sooner and saved a lot of the mistakes. But I I knew that I didn't want to be the kind of mom that was missing out on raising their children and having the flexibility to go up and see them at school or to be there for whatever was special and important for them or to be able to go on a trip. And I still wanted that executive pay. You know, just because I came home 
didn't mean that I didn't want to contribute in a very big way to my industry and to my household. So that was important to me too. I had become used to a nice income and I didn't want to give that up because I came home. So that was, was sort of my personal feeling on it. But two things happened that same week that Kyle asked me about the book. And one was that one of my very best friends lost her four-year battle with cancer. And she left behind three very young children. And I just thought, you know what? All that we get is today. That's all we're promised. And for leaving these children you know, so young and her leaving the earth so early, I just felt like she had done such a great job with these children and, and really no regrets. And I thought, wow, if I was leaving today, if this was my last breath, I want to make sure that I have no regrets and I have the most connection with my family that I could possibly have. Because most people at the end of their life, they always say, I wish I didn't work so much. I wish I spent more time with family. So that was important to me. But the other thing was a young girl in our neighborhood, and we're in a very affluent neighborhood, tried to take her life, 12 years old. And both parents worked out of the home. And I just thought, you know what? That, that's unacceptable. You know, it just said, I'm not saying that, you know, it's a perfect world if both parents are home. It's not or that may have changed her situation, but I just feel like having both parents available, that that could be a difference maker in a child feeling loved and like they could you know, have a resource to get help. Um, so there, there's so many reasons. I mean, even for the kids, like my kids know what I do. They, you know, a lot of times their friends will come over and I'll say, hey, what does is, what is your dad do? And they'll kind of shrug and go, I don't know. You know, dad puts on a suit and he goes downtown and and they don't really know, but my kids could share my products. They could build a multi-million dollar business because they've seen mom do it. They have heard mom do it. They could tell my story. They've met really cool people. So I just love that they get to learn business and networking from such an early age. Yes. So you um, you talk to you know so many of these mompreneurs, right? Dadpreneurs and moms. Uh, what is something you, especially if you go, how many are featured in the book? I think it was like... Uh, There's 26. So you and I and 25 more. <laughs> 25 more. So what is something they have in common? All these parents mm-hmm. who are building successful business, but also good parents. What is something they have in common? Yeah, you know, there's kind of a moment where they just draw the line in the sand where they say, okay, this isn't working. And there's so many different stories, but for example, Laura in the story, she went to school for eight years to be a CPA. She had the big corner office. She had the big salary and, you know, she was at the top of her company. She had earned it, but she missed a dance recital and she missed a gymnastic show and she missed out on several things. And she got to a point where that wasn't acceptable to her anymore. And someone turned her on to a product and she got on the product and said, they said to her, why don't you come to an event? And she goes, are you kidding me? I went to school for eight years. She kind of dug her heels in and said, I would never even consider doing that. I'm a professional. Um, so some people, it took a little bit of time for them to come over <laughs> to the other side and see a better way. But it was the leverage of, okay, is it worth it? Is the corner office and the big salary worth it? Is the stress, is the, the missing out? You know, there's some point where the pain of what they're doing becomes greater than the pleasure. And the pain of missing out on raising your kids becomes greater than the pleasure of what your job may have been before. So I would say that's, you know, one of the common things that people just drew the line in the sand and said, I'm going to find another way. I might not know what that is yet, but I'm going to 
go figure it out. I'm going to ask you this question. This is like a twist of my favorite question. You know, on uh, the show, what's your worst moment in network marketing? How'd you get over it? But for this one, uh, because I'm, you know, I have three boys, and it's constant. I shouldn't say challenge. It's always interesting, right? Like I want to build animation and three boys. But in your entrepreneur's experience as a mom, what was the toughest moment? Because you're you're a go getter. You're making it happen, and then you also want to make it happen at home. Some was there a time that really you were. I was saying stress or like a tough, tough time, but it was a really growing time for you? Uh, well, we do these 90-day game plans. So we do these runs, and I sit down with my family. I go, guys, for 90 days, mom is going to be working really hard. I might be taking phone calls. I might be having night meetings. We may have some events at the house. And, you know, I kind of sit down with them and say, I need your support. You know, for the next, I might miss a game. I might miss out on something. I'm going to try not to, but... At the end of those 90 days, what do you guys want to do? Like, I want to show them that there's hard work and there's some sacrifice. That's part of it. But then there's also reward. So, wait, you guys want to go to New York? You want to go to Disney? You know what? What do you want to do? Because I want you to be part of the reward because that comes after the sacrifice. So, just trying to teach them the life lesson. So, I love to work. I mean, I love it. Absolutely love it. And for me, it's sometimes, I'll be honest, I don't want to go up and sit on the bleachers in the 100-degree heat and watch a baseball game like I would rather work. So there's, you know, kind of always figuring out what is the best thing to do. You know, how does love win in in every situation? Because in our business, we could always work because we are self-employed. And so it's just kind of deciding what is the most excellent thing for me to do with my time. Yeah, and like... um some people may say, well, once you're successful, why are you working? I think, you know, for the person to be a leader or an uh, achiever like us, right, we can never just sit at home and not work, right? It's like the same thing like my wife. My wife's an optometrist, and people say she works. Like, she works two days a week, but um, she can't just work. I mean, she, I mean, she's been an achiever for her life. She just can't, hey, I'm going to stay at home and just be with the kids for, you know, 24 hours a day. Right, I think the same with you. I think you gave a great analogy. Being staying in the baseball, watching a baseball game for 110 degree heat, there are things sometimes you have to. You want to make it happen, and so if you feel MLS, if you're watching, listening to this, and going through that, we know how it feels. It's like an internal struggle. But I think one thing that's important is like the thing that helped me out was, you know, and I kind of shared this in the book. It's like you have to run your own race. Know that you are everyone's dealt with different deck of cards, right? So the cards I'm playing is different from the Kelly's cards, and maybe you're listening your cards. And I know when I first started, uh, my top one of the toughest moments. Why I felt that when I first had kids uh, was that my kids was kind of holding holding me back, because right? oh I could be doing more, but I have to go, you know, change the diaper. I wasn't sleeping enough. But after you realize, hey, or like if I was uh, being a Dad, I felt like my business was holding me back as a, a dad. Right? I couldn't be doing all these things. But at the end of the day, you have to understand we're all unique. If you read those stories in Kelly's book, everyone's unique. But the, the important thing is they all set boundaries. They drew a line in the stand. And they, I, I guess, I, I don't know will you agree with me, Kelly. They're, they're very, very organized in terms of particular. They plan out their days. There's not like, I'm going to wake up, let's decide, decide what's going to happen. Because I think if you do that, and then nothing ever gets to happen because your life will just get in the way. Um, let me let me ask you that this in the book you talk about. I think this is really cool. You teach your kids to dream. I think most uh, people teach their they ask the kids, hey, go out there and what do you want to do when you grow up? Instead, you ask a different question, right? What do you want dream? What do you dream of being when you're growing up? Talk a little bit about this. Yeah, 
Absolutely, yeah. So, for example, my daughter, she rides horses, and so we she created her vision board, and she said, Mom, I would love to win a ribbon this season, and I would love to make this select volleyball team, and I want to, you know, learn to cook more things, and so she had this whole thing on her vision board, and, and we kind of do them in seasons, because that's how life goes, so it was the, the horse and volleyball season. At the end of the season, I, we looked at her vision board, and she didn't earn one ribbon, she earned 22 ribbons. And she didn't just make the volleyball team, but she was the starter on the volleyball team and got invited to come back. And she got two awards at the end of the season. Uh, one of them was for being the strongest player. And so there's so much power to really taking time to consider what's important to me, what excites me, what would I really get a lot of value out of? You know, where would I like to contribute on a high level that would make me feel incredible? And when you start thinking like that and asking those questions, then there's no box. I mean, you blow up the box. There's no limits to what you can do. And so obviously our kids are growing up in a different generation than we grew up with technology and with videos. And, you know, there's so many things that they see. I think it allows them to even dream bigger than we even thought was possible because the world has gotten a little bit smaller. So they get to see all these things. Um, so, yeah, we, we just dream. You know, where, where do you want to go? What do you want to be? Who do you want to meet? Uh, what team would you like to be on? And, you know, it doesn't always work, but I would say 80% of the things that they are moving towards will happen versus if they never even thought they could make it in the beginning. Yeah, and, and I think uh, all kids dream in the beginning, right? I think the sad thing is once you reach a certain age, uh, we stop dreaming. We yes. stop believing. I think that normally happens depending on what environment. Normally, like junior high and high school, you're just excited. This is the way I am. And I think it's a very good habit. Uh, you've taught, you basically raise your kids to start, you know, continue to dream all the time. And you, you have them make dream boards as well, right? Yes. Yes, they do. Um, they put dream boards uh, on their closet door so they see it on a regular basis every time they go in and out of their closet. It's right there. And so the visual is there as well. So uh, my son wanted a certain belt in Taekwondo, and he wanted uh, a certain skateboard, and you know, just things that he wanted to achieve. And so he's seen that on a regular basis, and it reminds him what he's working towards and what he desires. So the visual part of it is just as important. Yeah, you know, it's the dreaming, the visualization, and also applies to adult life. I think um, most distributors, when they start, they stop dreaming. They haven't dreamt in a long, long, long time, right? And like what Kelly just shared here is something you can take with you. Um, you should be doing it. I mean, every day, I mean, part of my routine, journaling routine, every day I look like a movie in my life. The things that I want to accomplish. Because once you stop dreaming, then you're basically your life is you're pretty much dead. You know? That's true. Yeah, we're so surrounded by success in our companies, and it gives us so much hope that if that person could do it, I can do it. Uh, there was someone who spoke at a, a recent event that I heard where he said the five major life things, which Simon, you're about to go through, move. Moving is a major life event. Having a child, uh, the death of a parent, losing a job. Now, these are some of the major life events. And this one couple had had multiples of those happen. They had moved four times. They had two babies. They lost two parents. They both were let go from their corporate jobs. And in that two-year time, they built a million-dollar business. So that's what makes me go, okay, if they can do it, I can do it. Um, because most people are not going to be, you know, not necessarily smarter, prettier, better experience. I mean, that part doesn't matter. In this industry, anyone can do it. That's why I love that the, the playing field is level. Uh, what did you call it? The five major what? 
Uh, just life events, you know, the five major life events, uh, moving, losing a job, having a baby, um, a death, let's see, a birth, a death, and what was the other one? They said that there were five of them, I'm trying to remember. Move, death of a parent, lose, oh uh, yeah, uh, death. Moving, and losing a job, yeah, there, there were five, I may be forgetting one. <laughs> a birth, a death, um, losing a job, moving, and there's another I can't remember, but I, I remember they had multiples of all of those and still... Um, built a million dollar business in two years. You know, they both, uh, she was in uh, pharmaceutical sales and he was in sales and they both got released from corporate America and they moved four times in those two years cross country. So when something like that happens, what, uh, how do you keep going? Like, what do you, but, how do you keep going? Yeah. I know like something that happened to you, right? You, you actually wrote it in the book when, mm-hmm. of, of your parent, how did you keep going, stay mentally tough? You know, the ones who do the best, you know, now that I've been to over a dozen networking events, when you listen to the people who are on the stage, and most of them are seven-figure annual earners, they all have a story. Everyone has hardness, but the difference maker is that they had such a big why. And I know we've heard this many times before, but there's one person in our company who her husband was put in jail and was going to be deployed because somehow his paperwork didn't come through. It was just kind of a, a freak thing. And she needed the money to bail him out. Imagine if your spouse was in jail and you needed the money. I mean, you would not quit. <laughs> you would just work and do whatever it took to get your spouse out of jail. You know, if you're usually it's moving away from pain rather than moving towards pleasure. So whether it's, you know, getting the bill collectors off your back or um, you know, having no debt, that that's one of the goals that my family and I said at the beginning of this year, that we would finish this year with no debt and we're working towards that. You know, part of it is making more, part of it's spending a little bit less or not getting that new car yet or, but we made that decision. So we're moving towards that. So when you keep that in mind, you start going, well, you know, do we need to get more of this? No, we could really wait because it's going to feel so good to say we have zero debt. Um, let's shift gears a little. Let's talk about uh, your vision. Okay, now that you know, mom and dadpreneurs has come out, you have a passion to helping out. What's your vision and what's your goal for mom and dadpreneurs? And what are you, what are you, what's keeping you busy nowadays? Well, I want the book to inspire moms and dads. I want everyone to know that their life has a plan and it has a purpose and it's a good one. <laughs> and that everyone does have a dream in their heart. So I want them to dig in and really find that dream. Like you said, when, when the kids are young, they're big dreamers. They want to be astronauts and do all these things. But as they get institutionalized by school, all of a sudden they start thinking smaller. So go back. What is it that excites you? What is it that gives you that passion? And then how can you take that passion and that talent and turn it into something, whether network marketing is the vehicle for that, which is it's such an incredible vehicle for any dream, or if it's something else, just know that you can do it. I mean, look at the things that have been done in the world. Look at successful people. If they can do it, you can do it. It is that simple. In fact, I knew you with, with Larry Thompson and Taylor the other day, and Larry's famous for saying, if I can do it, you can do it. And so just want to give hope by these 27 stories, there's going to be one, if not multiple stories that people will read in this book that they will connect to. There was one woman, Dawn, owned her own companies, and when she had her baby, they were literally showing up for her to sign the payroll checks in the birthing room, and that was her moment where she was like, 
what am I doing? Like, I can't even deliver my baby without having to sign the payroll checks for my company. I've got to find another way. And, and she became a millionaire, brought her sister, and her sister became a millionaire. So those kinds of things where I want people to stop and evaluate what is working in my life. I don't have to stay at a job I don't like. We know 68% of people hate their jobs. So if people hate their jobs, why would you not look for something else like network marketing that gives you the freedom? And that's what this is about, the freedom of time, the freedom of money, the freedom of lifestyle, the freedom to make a difference, to be a connector, and, and to really use this as your passion and your ministry. Because once you have the income and the time, then you really get to do a lot of fun things that maybe you never could have done before if you had a traditional job. So I just want people to think a little bit differently about what's possible and for these stories to inspire them. And I think you brought a great point. If they, if that person can do it, I can do it. I think that's a big, big thing. I think, uh, you know, if you go through this book, the 25 stories, don't go in. I think a lot of the difference between a successful, unsuccessful person, a successful person says to himself that, hey, if that, if she can do it, he can do it, I can do it, right? Uh, while it's like a person who was stuck, they could be, you know, we are quote-unquote screwed up. We all have problems. But person was stuck with say, oh, no, but uh, Taylor Thompson's a little different. She was like that. Or she was living in this neighborhood. Or, she, you know, I, I was, that person doesn't speak like an accent like me. Or that person has less kids than I do. When you start pointing out differences, then you, or like how you are different, then it's over. Then you basically concede that you lost. But instead of seeing how you're different, see how you're the same. Look at the similar, when you go through these stories, or sort of any leader, see how they are similar to you. Because if they can do it, you can do it. Yeah, the comparison is a killer. I mean, if people have heard that before. If you're going to sit there and compare, well, she had this kind of favor, or he had this background, or this experience, or he knew these people, you're never going to succeed. You have to stand up every day, and you have to just keep contacting people, just keep connecting. You have to want to go for it. No one is going to do this for you. You might get lucky and get on a, a good team that has good momentum, but you might not. Like I didn't, but I can't ever look up to my upline. I have to keep going. It's not up to them. It's up. It starts with me. So um, if you're going to start comparing, you're making excuses, you're not really going to probably be successful in anything. But so, I mean, one of the things that excited me about the book was the people who endorsed it. Um, Brian Tracy, Eric Warre. We have a forward written by um, to, uh, Zig Ziglar's son, Tom. Uh, Kathy Coover, who's the, you know, very, the owner of a huge network marketing company. Um, Mark Victor Hansen from Chicken Soup for the Soul endorsed the book, so that was cool. And you know, we have all kinds of celebrities and athletes who, when they heard about this book and they read it, they said, can we endorse it? Because they just believe in this concept and they've lived it themselves. And of course, you know, people you know, like yourself and Eric have helped tens of thousands of millions of people. It's just really cool that more people than we think would love to have this kind of lifestyle that MLM affords us. And for our listeners and viewers, where can they get this book, Kelly? Yeah, so the book, I don't know if you can see it there. Um, it's ML, uh, it's uh, mom and dad panures, paperback.com, or just go to Amazon and search mom and dad panures, and they can get a copy there. Simon is in it, uh, Todd Falcone is in it. There's some really incredible stories. I'll tell a real quick Todd story. One morning, Todd was out playing basketball with his son. And his son sees all these cars going down the street. And he goes, hey, Dad, uh, where's everyone going? And he goes, oh, hey, buddy, they're going to work. And he goes, 
well, don't they work like you from home? And Todd goes, well, no, not everyone works from home like I do. And a few minutes go by and his son goes, Dad, I like your job better. <laughs> and just, you know, something as precious as that, as a child not even realizing that this is the normal for mom and dad to be home and not leave is, is pretty cool. Yes, Todd Falcone, a very uh, big name in the MLM profession. You can say he's almost a legend. He's a great trainer. He's been on MLM Nation. Uh, you can check out, you know, if you want to check out this episode, go to MLMNation.net for a podcast, Todd Falcone. Or go get the book, Kelly's book. You can read his full story in there as well. Kelly, uh, thank you so much for your time. As you wrap up, some really quick questions to pick your brain, okay? And this is going to be quick uh, one-sentence answers. First one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Probably from my grandmother. Do the right thing the first time and every time. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? Encourage people. Be a natural encourager. Uh, what's, the, uh, I like this. what's the best piece of advice you ever received? Mm, that's a good one. Best piece of advice I've ever received is... Don't quit. Yes, never quit. And uh, what's your favorite prospecting tool you use? So you have a qualified prospect. Um, they're interested. What do you send them? Do you send them a link to an online video? Or do you send them your book? Or what, what do you send them? Uh, obviously, being in person is always my favorite. I love to speak to groups. Uh, being on the phone is my second favorite. And just really asking open-ended questions and connecting with the person. Just get to know them and let themselves... Let them talk themselves right into joining your company. So connecting with people is the most valuable thing you can do. Make people feel loved and appreciated and important and respected. And that's the best way that I know. This is all about relationship building. Do you, uh, if you want to learn more about the products or company, what do you send them, a video normally? Uh, our, yes. I would send them a, one of the short videos, a little movie. Those are awesome. Do you have a favorite online resource, like a Dropbox or Evernote, that you could recommend? Um, hmm. Or favorite app on your phone? Favorite app on my phone? That's a good question. Um, yeah, I have ones that are specific to our company, but hmm, my favorite app, well, I've got <laughs> most of my apps are exercise apps, or my corporate apps. Um, yeah, I don't know. Not, not necessarily an app. One of my favorite books is The Compound Effect. Love that um, by Darren Hardy. Mm. Highly mm. recommend his book. And then the, the um, daily difference that he sends out every day is really encouraging. Uh, yeah, speaking about books, uh, what is the best book you've read? Uh, can, can you believe it? We've been almost, it's been almost like a year since we had John Shell, right? Since we did the interview. What's the best book you've read this year? Uh, this year? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I actually have it on my shelf here. I would say Tim Ferriss' new book about tools for titans. That's got to be my favorite. Yes, that is a good one. Big one, thick one, but you can chop it up Healthy, in different pieces. Healthy, wealthy, and wise. It's broken down into three sections. Healthy, wealthy, and wise. It is really good. And uh, here's the last question. The million dollar question. You ready? Ready. So imagine you have to start all over again. And you knew no one. So you didn't know your husband, didn't know your kids, uh, you didn't know me. Your contact list was zero. So kind of like you went to another universe, but they spoke English. What's the first, but you have all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to find prospects and build a business from scratch? 
I'd open up a Facebook account <laughs> and I would start to look for, um, I would search for things like stay at home business, uh, work from home moms, um, people into fitness and healthy things. So I'd start to make connections through groups on Facebook. Awesome. And uh, as we wrap up, Kelly, do you have any last words of advice? And then what's the best way listeners can connect with you and reach out to you? Okay. Um, be your best you every single day. Don't quit. Take care of yourself. Have high energy because this is a high energy business. Love people. Let love win every single time. And to get in touch with me, my website is easy. It's my name, kellycalabrese.com, and it's K-E-L-L-I-C-A-L-A-B-R-E-S-E.com. Hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you may hang with Kelly Calabrese. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and just type in Kelly. That's K-E-L-L-I. Okay, I as in uh, India. I have the search bar in the show notes and the nuggets of wisdom. And also the link to Kelly's book will be right there. In order to be successful in network marketing and in life, you must help others. So, Kelly, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We appreciate you. We're grateful to you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, and God bless you. Thank you, Simon. Thanks for being in the book. Love your story. Hey, ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, the Oprah of MLM. Great show from Kelly Calabrese. Definitely go out there and thank her and reach out to her. Uh, connect with her. Check out her book, too, Mom and Dadpreneurs. Um, a lot of good stuff here. Okay, so let me, if you want to just go to mlnation.net, search for Kelly, K-E-L-L-I. Um, how do we you know, run a successful business of mom and dad? I know for sure uh, Kelly talked about time management, you know, scheduling, having routines. You know, I'm telling you, routines are key because you cannot wake up and just say, oh, what am I going to do today? You know, for Kelly, you know, once the kids were in school from 10 to 3 p.m., it was just working on her business, right? While the kids, that, that was just very intense, focused, and she, she had everything scheduled. She book ending her day. She knew exactly what bookmarking does, the end to end, from morning to start. What was she doing? You need to do that. See, if you have kids, your kids deserve your time. And one of the things I love to do is when I'm with the kids, I don't do any business. But when I'm in business, I'm scheduled, I'm organized, and I do what's planned out. Planning is extremely important. And and you want to bookend your day of success. I love the way she talks. Bookend means from when you wake up to morning, evening, you want to you know, create that plan. Don't ever, you know, lack of planning, basically, you know, Brian Tracy told me this, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. So make sure you plan. Uh, second thing is habits. You know, habits are so important. She talks about exercising habits, right? Her quiet time habit, her journaling time, her one-on-one time with family. That's a big tip. If you're spending time with, uh, this is something I learned, I learned the hard way too, like, if I have three boys, you got to spend one-on-one time with them. Right, because you're building that relationship. Every you know, you have taking turns. Date nights are very important as well. You gotta make sure you take care of your family needs. And like I said, when you're with the family, be with the family. Don't mix business in there. Your family will appreciate it more. Uh, but if you're going for like a run, like Kelly talked about, she asked the family for support. She let the family know, hey, the next ninety days is going to be pretty important. But at the end of the day, we all get a reward, right? We get to go to Disneyland. We get to do this and. You're basically teaching the kids life lessons. You know, one of the things I love about network marketing, you know, I have three beliefs. Number one, it allows us to fulfill our unlimited potential. And number two, network marketing allows us to give back more. Kind of like Kelly's giving back, wrote a book to inspire others. And also, network marketing allows us to be better parents because you're leading by example, always creating a legacy. And 
Talk about leading by example. She shares how it teaches her kids to dream, right? We got to keep dreaming. You know, MLM Nation, you have to dream. You can't be, most of you stop dreaming already. Or maybe you dreamed a little bit when you joined and maybe the fire is, you know, it's like dwindling right now, dying. Keep that fire strong because when you're dreaming big, you get inspired, you know, you get, you feel good, you do good, you're inspired. And also that, that inspires others. People notice it. And even those who are the most skeptical, they're looking at you. What are you up to? Right, so keep dreaming. I think it's awesome that she's teaching uh, her kids how to dream boarding, dreaming, 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 writing those and writing them down. Yeah, you know, talk about journaling. You know, writing down what's working and what's not working. You got to write them down, and uh, and that's one thing I'm I've been doing that. I started as a diary twenty something years ago, and now I do it. You know, in the morning I do like a gratitude journaling routine. I do um, also in the evening as well. Always write down, write, 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 and tracking your progress. You know. and next thing is, you know, she talked about the five major life events, about moving, death, illness, losing a job, having a baby. Uh, but you get over that when you focus again on that dream, the vision, and know that everything that happens, you know, happens for a reason. And then you'll be all right. But keep yourself focused. Don't ever be comparing. Then the comparisons are killer, right? We all, we have own, we're all playing a different hand. Our cards are different. We're playing with a different hand of cards. So you... Don't compare it to John and Mary, whatever. And I know I used to do that too. It was just driving me nuts and you just not end up being happy. You just be in the moment, appreciate what you have. So you, you know, you may not grow your business as fast, but your kids need your time. Don't compare. Focus. Start with your own, right? Focus on your journey. And, you know, have a plan and purpose and always say to yourself, if that person can do it, I can do it. If that person can do it, I can. Now, I, you may take you a little longer, or maybe a little quicker, but you can do it. See the similarities. And again, Kelly has a great book, Mom and Dadpreneurs. We'll put the link on the show notes page and uh, definitely connect with her. Thanks again, Kelly Calabrese. Simon Chan here. I'm loud and proud to be in this profession. Awesome. And I'm in the book, and I'll talk about my experience as a father, my experience growing up as well, how that led to my vision. And uh, just this business lost to be better parents. And I think that's one of the cool things why I love this profession. I know I have changed. If it wasn't for this business, uh, my kids would be growing up watching TV. Instead now, they read books. They do different things. Uh, my son, you know, a lot of you know about him, me, and his baseball experience. I'm teaching him to visualize, think positive. These are all things I'm telling you. Dreaming, I learned through this amazing profession. So, hey, Simon Chen out here. If you like this, please subscribe, rate, and leave us a review on iTunes. And, you know, I'm loud and proud to be this profession. Now it's your turn. Go out there, dream big, create the schedule, routines, and great show. Apply that. Make sure you apply that. You'll be a better parent, you better entrepreneur, and go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. 